And then the boys will be like, uh, Cikgu, clarification, this is a first wedding, second, third or fourth. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. It is Chap Go May today, the final day of Chinese New Year. Yep, 15 days already. Very tired. Yeah, I finally got to see a lion dance a couple of days ago. Oh, was it good? It was good. It was at a gym opening. Right, right, right. Was, you emceed that gig. Yeah, I emceed that gig. It was so, so random. They weren't even Chinese, but they had a lion dance. <laughs> I thought okay. it was quite cute. But what was funny was that the lion dance troupe mm-hmm. were so excited about the gym opening. Maybe they haven't been, you know, performed at a, a gym modern before. gym before. Yeah. <laughs> so they spread out all of them. There are like maybe 15, 16 of yeah. them spread out in the gym and started trying out all the equipment. <laughs> I guess it's understandable also yeah. because we do it to them. What do you mean? Do what? <laughs> no, when uh, I did a shoot once yeah. uh, at a lion dance training center. Uh-huh. And so when we got there, what is the first thing we did? Play the drum, bang the cymbal. <laughs> I wouldn't have done the exact same thing. Correct, right? Yeah. So they come to your gym, so like, wow, this is very nice. So they also start trying. La. And they were so into it, you know, I had to round them up to ask them to, okay, we have to start the lion dance <laughs> now. One of the lion dance members, though, completely ignored everyone because he wanted to do an in-body analysis. It's where you can get on the machine and oh. then you check your body fat, the your B- visceral what, fat, the B- your BMI. M- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct. He took off his lion dance shoes. Those are very cute, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because their shoes? pants already, they got all the colourful frills. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. And then the, the shoes look like paws. One. Yes, correct. So he took off his lion dance shoes. He was waving his hands on the side while he was taking off the shoes like, go away, I don't care about you. I want to do this test. Who was he in the lion dance troupe? He was the drummer. That guy is super important, man. Yeah, yeah. The whole lion dance starts with the drum going if he's not there, the lion dance cannot start, no. Exactly. Actually, imagine if it was the guy that plays the back half of the lion. Uh-huh. If he was the one that didn't care about the lion dance, <laughs> then you have this lion dance happening with no backside. Then confirm Chinese lion lah. Why? Because Chinese no bum. <laughs> <laughs> so cruel, but so true. Fly FM. So it is the final day of Chinese New Year. Happy Chap Go May to all those celebrating. Yes. We're talking about lion dance and dragon dance specifically because that's what you were trained in, Douglas, when you were younger. Okay, a uh, caveat. Uh, I wasn't trained in the dragon dances and I wasn't a professional dragon dancer yeah. but it was part of my wushu course ah, boleh lah tu. <laughs> I took uh, like was it three months or four months uh, wushu course at the Chin Wu Stadium wow. and so I wanted to just learn like become like Wing Chun you know and do all the <laughs> movements the Chinese Kung Fu movement because prior to that I was in Taekwondo ma. Right. so I thought just you know expand my martial arts horizon a bit uh-huh. and you were a black belt right in Taekwondo in Taekwondo yeah black belt from very young so the four black belt already but oh. mind, uh, let's not talk about that because <laughs> I'm non-violent <laughs> Now, so um, what happened was to make things more interesting. Yeah. Uh, instead of just doing wushu movements, they mm-hmm. had to branch out a bit, lah. Yeah. So there were three options. There was weapons, mm-hmm. and then there was Chinese acrobatics, and there was dragon dance. Right. I really wanted weapons, <laughs> like the spear and the and the double uh, sword and everything. But I didn't get weapons. Good lah, because knowing you, you'd injure yourself. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me dragon dance instead. Dragon dance looks super complicated, right? Because it's like. Winnie Fuller's back-to-back pretending to be a dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. While the lion dance, I feel, uh, focuses more on strength and stamina and balance and acrobatics, okay. the dragon dance is discipline. It's literally just discipline because all of you yeah. have to work in unison, uh-huh. cooperate, to pretend like you're one body, you know, like oh. you're one long dragon. Only one fella gets to freestyle. That's the pearl. Pearl? Yeah, there's one guy in the front. 
He holds up the pearl The dragon has to chase the pearl So the pearl fuller uh, He's the hero la. He oh, can wow. run there Do whatever he wants But the rest of us yeah. Must tow the line And it's one line And you got to maintain About one and a half meters distance From the person in front of you Alright And that is your job To coordinate your movements To make the dragon Look like he's very graceful I was horrible at it <laughs> Where were you in this dragon Along this 20 people line? Okay if you're familiar With backbone punya structure uh-huh. I was maybe L5, L6 <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you just said But I'm guessing it's the fifth or sixth person Oh no no It was somewhere in the middle Right Anyway I was so bad at my job Because uh-huh. I kept going too close To the guy in front <laughs> <laughs> Always gonna marah no? the, the instructor was like Lakat Lakat Because they can't pronounce Douglas Oh <laughs> Right like, He was like Lakat Play your way your discipline You always go so far front huh? Now you make the backbone All Bangkok You make my dragon Got osteoporosis huh? <laughs> I'm sure he meant scoliosis, but I wasn't going to argue with a kung fu master. Fly FM. So it's really annoyed me, and it reminded me of why I don't like school. Wow. <laughs> it was a big thing that happened recently. Do you hear about this? You know the oral test for SPM? Oh, yeah. Yeah, students were asked about their dream wedding as an oral exam question. So weird, right? So inconsequential. I wonder if there were two clear sets of answers. Like all the girls would answer one way, and the boys would answer the other way. The girls would say, Oh, I want my dream wedding to be intimate, you know, with friends and family and a romantic affair. And then the boys would be like, uh, Check Google clarification. This is a first wedding, second, third, or fourth. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's inappropriate, lah, honestly, to ask this type of questions to a 17 year old. They could be asking better questions, like about climate change, maybe, you know, or what kind of leader they would mm. be. No, true. I, I will say I broadly agree with you. Sure. It's fairly inappropriate. But I was a former teacher, so I know the oral test, right, is to gauge your eloquence uh-huh. and the way you communicate. Nee, you don't have to give the right answer. There is no right answer. So you could have. In the oral test said uh, Cikgu I am very uncomfortable Answering yeah. this question Because I'm just a student uh-huh. And I haven't thought About my wedding Or my marriage And you will still get points If you communicated it well There is no right answer However I understand Why students may have felt pressured Because this is so out of topic Yeah you know? Exactly I don't think it's uh I don't think it's thought-provoking enough. And I also just think it's a weird question la, to ask kids. Exams are full of weird questions. Well, remember, we, were, we go for the maths exam and then they'll say like, okay, so Mutu has 50 coconuts. If Mutu gives Ahok 10 coconuts, I'm like, yeah. Mutu, these are your coconuts. Why are you giving away your coconuts to Ahok? Is Ahok some gangster going around demanding for protection coconuts? Yeah, you should be selling them, not giving them away. Exactly. And you wonder why there's a big wealth Difference in the country. <laughs> Fly FM. So SPM students had to sit for their exam recently, mm. had to do an oral test, yeah. and the question asked them about their dream wedding. Like, what nonsense! <laughs> Monita is so angry about this. <laughs> now we're asking you for your opinions on our WhatsApp number. Someone sent in a voice note. Uh, actually, I agree with Juanita. We should be asked better hey. questions, not like the questions that my auntie asked me during like CNY. <laughs> Maybe about important things like Undi 18. Ah, Undi 18 is a good one because they're 17. They're going to be able to vote when they're 18. Correct, correct. Yeah. Hey, you were in a beauty pageant once, right? What mm-hmm. did you get for your Q&A? Um, I was asked about how I would represent Malaysia as a country internationally, like mm. what I would say about the country. Uh, my answer was that I will talk about how it's multicultural and how we are united as a country in that sense. That was a fairly appropriate question, I yeah. feel. I was at a beauty pageant once 
And what? the question they asked No, not as a contestant lah <laughs> <laughs> I was there to do stand-up Oh, okay But I heard one of the questions And they asked this beauty pageant Like, what should the government do To curb juvenile delinquency? Huh? And I'm thinking The government also don't know the answer How do you expect a beauty queen to know that? So unfair Fly F Douglas, what do you do when you're bored? Uh, watch TikTok. <laughs> okay, well, the security guard working in an art gallery in Russia, instead of watching TikTok, drew eyes on a painting because he was bored. Ayo, abang guard, please next time if you're bored, just ponting, don't chonting. <laughs> yeah, especially not on a painting that costs more than 3 million ringgit. Wow. Yeah, it was an abstract art piece. It's called Three Figures. But honestly, to me, it just looked like finger puppets without a face. <laughs> so maybe he thought he was helping a bit lah to add some features. Did he improve the painting? <laughs> Absolutely not. He didn't even draw proper eyes. He just drew circles. Now the poor fellow could face jail time for up to a year. Ayo. No, because this what art vandalism is quite serious, right? You know? Yeah. I went to an art museum in Rome. Uh-huh. I don't usually go to art museums. Lah. I much prefer archaeological sites, dig <laughs> sites, historical things, but it was part of the program yeah. that I went to, the tour. Okay. So I went to the art museum. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be so bored here. But there was one room <laughs> that made the whole trip worthwhile <laughs> you know Roman sculptures right the yeah. marble sculptures uh-huh. they're all fairly intricate on my, and like life size and some are even larger than life yeah. but they are all quite um, what's the word uh? Uh, explicit yeah yeah naked <laughs> and graphic and explicit so the private parts are usually there one uh, yeah. on display <laughs> but this room right all the marble sculptures yeah. had the private parts removed forcibly you know oh wow the story is one guy got so offended with all, <laughs> with all these private parts hanging everywhere left right center uh-huh. he snuck into the museum with a chisel and a hammer <laughs> and he performed like mass sunat on all the statues <laughs> no way yeah apparently he was then sent to an asylum but I was thinking okay, please don't tell the other inmates what he's there for because all the male inmates would be like I'm not sharing a room with him <laughs> yeah this one was not so serious thankfully but the painting it has to be repaired it cost 12 12,000 bucks. What? 12,000 bucks to repair a painting's eyes? Yeah. That's more expensive than my eye surgery, man. Fly <laughs> FM. So we were talking about this security guard in Russia that ruined the painting. He nicely chunting eyes on a really <laughs> expensive piece of art because he was bored and it was just two circled eyes. But uh, we were talking about this story earlier and then Rachel, who's here in the studio with us, say hi, Rachel. Hi, guys. <laughs> She's our producer. You were saying that you ruined something when you were younger. Yeah, I was about like six, I think. Okay. And my mom had this watch of hers. It was like a really pretty watch. I'm pretty sure my dad got it for her as like an anniversary present or something. Was oh, it a very oh. expensive looking watch that got diamonds or something? Okay lah, I don't think it got diamonds or love. <laughs> it was, you know, like shiny. It was gold colored. So, oh, you know. gold's expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and my mom never let me touch it. So, I assume it was expensive lah. Right. <laughs> she didn't let you touch it? No. Okay. Yeah. So, of so, course, you went and touched it. <laughs> oh, yeah, as a six-year-old curious. So, I saw it lying on my mom's dresser. Uh-huh. And I remember uh, walking up to it and thinking like, should I play with this or not? So I picked <laughs> it up, obviously, and then I was, you know, playing with it, trying to put it on and like seeing how it looks on me. 
Suddenly the strap just broke in my hand Ooh. Oh no Yeah so uh As any other uh, smart six-year-old would do, I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> But did it scold you after that or what? No lah, my mom was quite okay about it. She was like, "No, it's okay, it's okay. Just watch, you know." But you know, honestly, uh, Loki still feel bad about it. So Aww. sorry, mom. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say something here. Do, wait, uh, uh, Rachel, do you have an older sibling, like a sister or a brother? Yeah, I have an older sister. Okay, chances are, chances are, she broke it first. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is no. This is what all older siblings do. We will break something Keep yeah. quiet about it Put it back Encourage the younger one To go and play <laughs> So we can blame the fella later <laughs> That's because you're a throat Douglas I need to go back home And interrogate my sister after this <laughs> YFM. So a security guard in Russia working at an art gallery. He was bored, nicely chunting eyes on a really expensive piece <laughs> of art, and now suddenly we're flooded with so many memories of how we ruined things when we were younger. But Douglas, you said this happened to your wife. Yes, and it's very surprising because yeah. my wife is your classic goody two shoes, teacher's pet, head really? prefect, SPM seventy one one A two. That type of person, right? So to hear stories of her misbehaving uh-huh. is uh, very rare, and when I hear one, I will treasure it. <laughs> Apparently she was eight years old. Yeah. Uh, she and the family all went to the shopping mall. Yeah. I don't know what they were buying lah. Uh, so it was her, mom, dad, and the younger sister. Uh-huh. Uh, it was during Chinese New Year. Uh, right. I remember this part because the mall was filled with Chinese New Year decorations. There was this shop which had a lot of trinkets and then this uh, set of four paintings. It was called Four Seasons. Okay. So it was your typical Chinese painting lah with the plum blossom uh, and then all these things with the Chinese poetry writing right, and all that. Right. 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 My wife, uh-huh. then as an eight-year-old kid, really liked one of these paintings. Okay. So according to my father-in-law, the mm-hmm. story is, yeah. my wife looked at one of the paintings. She held it uh-huh. and then accidentally dropped it. Oh. So the painting got smashed, right? And it's part of a set of four. Oh no. The sales girl came over. It's like, hey, are you your daughter? Huh? Go and uh, break my thing. Huh? You have to buy. You have to buy the whole set. My father-in-law then goes into denial. Mode. No lah, my daughter didn't touch your painting lah. Your floor is uneven now. The wind blew. Whatever. We're <laughs> using every excuse <laughs> under the book. Yeah. But then finally, Kanto, you know why? Why? The younger sister said, "No, Daddy, I clearly saw Cheche touching it." <laughs> so poor guy had to buy the other three paintings. And oh, my father knows Indian. So he said, "What do I need these Chinese paintings in my house? They're all this poetry. He can't even read the writing." You read for him lah. Oh, just because I'm Chinese means I can read Chinese. Is it racist? Why <laughs> F? English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, boys and girl. All right, the word of the day is raspberry. You are supposed to create a sentence using the word raspberry, which means an edible soft fruit. All right, Katija. Go first. I can eat raspberry, teacher, because it is permissible. Oh, very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu, create a sentence using the word raspberry. Are you ready, teacher? I went to school. I got one friend, Cindy. She's a Chinese girl, no? Is she wearing a potu? I say, hey, this only the Hindu people can wear. Why you wear the potu? Some words a red color. Red color potu is for the married people, you know. Oh, I cannot understand okay, why. Okay, Ladu, just create a sentence using the word raspberry. Turns out it was a raspberry stuck on her forehead, oh, so dear. I took an hit. Oh dear! Okay, Ladu. All right, I'm saying create a sentence using the word raspberry. My dog oh, is very naughty one. He always only eat half his food and the rest berry. 
Asing? Oh, Lord. Fly FM. Next week is going to be massive because we're doing something called Boomerang Tracks where we're giving away 50,000 ringgit. Ringgit, 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 ringgit. <laughs> Echo for effect. Now, there's only one rule when it comes to Boomerang Tracks. You just have to guess the name of the artist and the name of the song. Mm-hmm. But the trick is, we're going to play the song for you in reverse. Wow. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it? Got Good. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to test Douglas and see how he fares. Okay, ready, Douglas? Yeah, let's go. That was your boomerang track. Now, for zero ringgit, <laughs> you have so sad. to... You know, now, usually people will win 100 ringgit and then you'll be in the running to win 50,000 ringgit. Okay? Okay, this, but is a test, this is just so, okay. a test. So tell me what that track was. I'm going to play it for you again. So easy, come on Yeah, I think it is uh, Lisa and the song is Money Oh no, you must say the other way around, right? Uh, it's Asil <laughs> with Yimon No, no, you're not supposed to say it in reverse oh. Lisa Money is crazy. I won zero money So easy, right? Boomerang tracks next week you win 50,000 ringgit Fly FM It is Chap Gomei today The last day of Chinese New Year But mm-hmm. so potong okay PDRM is only allowing Two types of fireworks You know what fireworks? What? The happy boom And pop pop Oh no wonder Last night my area there Was so loud With all the red firecrackers Because they were trying to Finish up the Hong Pao play <laughs> Faster play with Police say Chap Gomei Cannot play liao <laughs> And pop pops And with happy boom These are sparkles right? Yeah They're not considered fireworks Did you ever play pop pops As a kid? I did I used to throw them at people People's feet and then watch them dance. It was so fun. Uh, that, that is harassment, huh, Wanita? <laughs> no, I hope you've stopped doing this. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> when I uh, played pop pops yeah. back in Malacca with all my cousins, uh, I was one of the older cousins, ma. So I would right. show off. I wouldn't throw the pop pops on the floor. Uh-huh. I would like snap them between my fingers. Wow. Yeah, to, like uh, I would like just hold them between my thumb and my index finger and I pop like that. Yeah. Then I show them. See, I'm fireproof. Are you? St- <laughs> Oh my god Yeah But I had one uh, cousin uh, Hanson He's the naughty boy la, Right naughty Hanson The fellow one up, One up me right Yeah What he did was <laughs> He took I think maybe Six seven pop pops uh-huh. And he hit them In my grandfather's pants How did he do that? The back pocket Oh so he, he put it there I don't know how he did, I don't know whether He snuck in Or you know, he slipped it in One day when he wasn't Looking or whatever yeah. But it was dinner time <laughs> Remember this It was dinner time So my grandfather Walked into the kitchen uh-huh. He said Down right, <laughs> gave him a shock of his life. He probably man. had war flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, like World War Two. Are you the Japanese come shoot my backside again? <laughs> But it's probably because of people like your cousin that fireworks are banned. Yeah, maybe. Hanson, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks a lot. Fly FM. So it is the final day of Chinese New Year. Chap go me. It's chap go me. Correct. Douglas is very happy. Yeah, yeah, because 15 days too long, Nila. But Juanita <laughs> is not happy because PDRM has said that you're they're not allowing all the other fireworks except for pop pops and the yeah. sparkles. Which isn't even fireworks <laughs> to begin with. So potong. Anyway, we're talking about all the things that you can do during Chap Gome. Okay. But a little history lessons. A lot of the tradition that comes with Chap Gome, the final day of Chinese New Year, is mm. because of the killing of the Jade Emperor's favorite crane. Okay, that got dark very very fast. Yeah, I mean like most Chinese New Year stories, I feel it's all about murder. 
Revolution War Crane a bird ah. Bird Yeah So the Jade Emperor Got very angry He wanted to incinerate Set the whole village on fire Because they killed his bird ah. Because they killed his bird <laughs> You see it like that Right So One of the wise men From the village He thought You know what In order to avoid us All being burnt alive he, Every family Should hang red lanterns Around their homes Fill the streets With bonfires And release firecrackers So that it will appear Like as if The, the town is already on fire Oh Trick the Jade Emperor Correct And it fooled It did successfully fool The Jade Emperor Which is uh, Why we celebrate Now Chap Gome In the way that we do So what are the things We can do You can Still light up Red lanterns Because it's also called You know the lantern festival Okay So that's really fun Usually with kids And stuff like that You can eat Glutinous rice balls Yummy mm-hmm. And you can also Still throw oranges Into a lake A river Or a sea Okay do you know Why people do this or not? Okay I know uh, Traditionally A lot of people say It's only for single women To go and throw And then they will find Their partner or whatever Yeah That's the excuse Right I firmly believe right It's because the Chinese Are just sick and tired Of eating mandarin oranges (laughs) 15 days non-stop I'm eating this food I eat one more I'm gonna die From vitamin C Over efficiency (laughs) Fly FM So I was going through Chap Gomez stories And news right yesterday And it led me to this article About this Taiwanese lady And what happened to her It's so Disturbing, okay? <laughs> she found out that her boyfriend still bathes with his mother. <laughs> how, how old is this guy? Oh, he's going to college really, lah. So he's okay. Okay. Old. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I don't want to be too judgmental. Maybe it's a space issue because time in Taiwan, uh, I uh. hear space is a premium. Uh-huh. So maybe their house is very, very small, and they don't even have a bathroom. All they have is a sink. And the mother is like, ah, yeah. Since I'm washing dishes, my so I wash my son or so, la, <laughs> no. or something like that. No, no. You can be absolutely judgmental with this story. <laughs> <laughs> so the girl stayed over at a boyfriend's place. Right for Chinese New Year, and one day the boyfriend said, "Okay, Baobe, I'm going to take a bath. My mom is waiting for me." She thought she was just imagining things, and you know, kind of reading because into she, it. But my mom is waiting for me. Yeah, so maybe you know she ran the bath or something. Right. But no, she asked him what happened or like what did he mean exactly, and he said, "Yeah, it's normal." What the mother even rubs his back and washes his body for him. Yeah. yeah. Now this girl <laughs> must really love him because she didn't break up with him. Instead, she went online and asked for advice. I mean, girl, here's your advice in one word. Run! Yeah. Because I don't know, there should be a cut off for things like this, right? I... Used to bathe with my dad I was what Four or five years old okay. But the time I turned six uh, He was like No you big boy already You bathe on your own Yeah uh, But of course he will check lah Whether I really bathe Because you put a six year old Alone in the bathroom All I did was play water Spring yeah. everything <laughs> The toilet roll all wet <laughs> <laughs> But talking about Cut off ages I had a pacifier Until I was about eight um, I remember this Very very clearly Because I was so stop, old Stop 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 Until you were how old? Eight years old Pacifier the chuchut <laughs> Yeah the chuchut I know I know It's quite embarrassing <laughs> I remember this so clearly I was walking in my mom's bedroom okay. Going out the door And then my brother comes in He looks at me He says Nita, you're too old to be sucking a chuchut And he pulls it out my mouth okay. And I was in shock I just stood there like With my mouth still open Like, <gasps> how could you do that? <laughs> I didn't say a word Oh, oh hey uh, What's your brother's name? Jonathan Jonathan Look jo- oh, you, Your brother and your boyfriend Same <laughs> yeah, name Yeah 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 It's a bit weird <laughs> My brother's name is also Jonathan Okay not boyfriend Jonathan huh? Brother Jonathan <laughs> Hello can you please Find back that pacifier And do me a favour huh? Put it back in Juanita's mouth Because she hasn't stopped Talking since <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> Fly FM
Malaysia just made the list. What list? Malaysia just ranked third most addicted to smartphones globally. It was a global <laughs> smartphone addiction research. Oh, I'm so disappointed, man. How can we be only third? <laughs> we should be first because we are Malaysia. We are the best at everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who got first and second? China first and uh-huh. then Saudi got second. Oh, that's surprising. Saudi yeah. got second. I know, right? But I'm not sure if I agree that we call it phone addiction. Why? Because it sounds like a bad thing. Because it our is phone, a bad thing. No, no, but our phones have evolved. They're no longer just for entertainment purposes because now they're so powerful, our phones, with mm-hmm. all the new microchips and stuff like that. We right. use it for banking, transactions, for meetings, for organizing our documents. It is yeah. now a proper, legitimate work tool. Okay. You can't be addicted to your work too, Awanita. You never hear anybody say, hey, these farmers are all have chunkle addiction. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's a fair point. This resort that I used to go to, right, they were so proud of their no phone policy. Instead, they had a room with two computers in it. That uh-huh. was it. How and long ago was this? It was like, well, I must have been about 10 years back? Many, 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 many okay, years yeah. ago. Right? But I went back recently and there's no such rule anymore mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, people won't want to go to a resort if you can't use your phones. Correct. Now the resort has routers everywhere. I bet you the coconut tree is the phone router there. <laughs> <laughs> Connectivity and phones are now part of life. I mean, say what you want. This is what we are going to be for a long time. By the way, Job, uh, Singapore, what number? Singapore wasn't ranked. <laughs> Singapore didn't make the list. <laughs> I don't think that's something to be proud of. Whenever <laughs> we can beat Singapore, just take it lah, Wanita. Okay, what's your average screen time, Douglas? How do you know? What you mean? How you know? <laughs> you can check your screen time on your phone. Okay. Go to your settings. Turn on uh, yours. Is it even on? Yeah, it's just not on. It's not on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't on it. <laughs> Mine is now two hours okay. average daily, which is very, very good. At one point, it used to be 21 hours. 21 hours out yeah. of 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. I think so you are the reason we are third. It's all you, Anita. Fly FM. Malaysia just ranked third most addicted to smartphones globally. It's not something that we're proud of, but we feel it is something that we should mention. Lah, okay? Okay. <laughs> we should be aware of this. We beat Singapore. Yeah. Oh, no. So we're talking about addictions. Michael, what were you or are addicted to? I actually used to be addicted to gaming. You know, it, was, it was actually so so bad I used to game for like 21 hours a day 21? this is yeah. chop chop this computer games right? yes what, right. what type of games do you do you play? mostly like online first person shooters like, you know like all those shooting games dude 21 right. hours that must be hell on your eyes man oh I I never left the house because <laughs> I was just playing the whole day I barely slept at all and because like I was a shy kid you know so that's why I, I just used to play games all the time so how did you stop I mean I, I'm guessing you're not like this anymore but like what step no, no, did no. you take to, to stop playing so one day I started like lagging you know, my internet speed started like lagging and slowing down okay dying in this game so like that kind of annoyed me alright so, the, the game became almost unplayable for you is it yeah so I, instead of playing I got like quite fed up with it I started going out to the park in the evenings and started meeting some friends you know made new friends Okay. Hanging out with them a lot. So yeah, over the years, then I stopped gaming. I started hanging out there more and playing actual like sports and all that outside. That's that's, that's a that's a good ending to the story. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I now, still play computer games, but I'm not addicted to it, lah. You know, but yeah, definitely hanging out with friends, going out, having a life life. <laughs> it's also very healthy. Yeah. yeah, but then you know what? Actually, I found out like years after that, right after I stopped gaming, mm-hmm. I found out that my dad actually downgraded internet speed so that I would stop gaming so much. Oh, oh, that's such a smart thing to do. Yeah. 
Like if he cannot talk sense into you, yeah. like make the game unplayable. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. I think Michael's dad is really clever. Yeah. For like making the speed lower because you know like our Malaysian internet, right? Yeah. It's always super fast and efficient all the time. <laughs> wow, such sarcasm. <laughs> this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on Fly FM.